We got the truth. We got the truth. We got the truth. A small business. We got the truth. Definitely do today. We got the truth. We got the big truths of small business. Sponsored by Yes I Rent. Yes I Rent. Yes I Rent. Property Management. Place good tents and collect your rent. Maintain your properties and account for it. True. We got the truth. I got we got the truths. We got the big truths. A small business sponsored by SIRN. Boy, don't we have the truth today. Welcome to the big truths of small business. This is Joe Watkins and my co-host on via telephone today travis castle welcome travis thank you joe i am currently in the peachtree city suite overlooking the entire world and i can't wait to hear about this topic well so why are we let's first tell the audience why are we uh why are we communicating from a different location we have not been so concerned with covid in in our presence as far as in the podcast machine here but I was recently exposed this weekend, and I thought, well, I need to. We probably need to do this separately. So this is our first time that we've broadcasted together in separate locations. So we'll see how that goes. Hopefully, the uh, the quality of the audio on the cell phone there turns out good. But I am excited about the show. Um, again, we are the Big Trees of Small Business, where you can find us uh, at yesirent.com because we are sponsored by Yes I Rent Property Management out of Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, specializing in single-family property management for the investor. So uh, today's show was inspired by, as I'm uh, quarantined here in my house today, watching some daytime shows that I never watch. I'm sitting there watching an NBC daytime show, and I'm not even going to say the name because I'll probably get it wrong. But they inspired the show today. Um, They were talking about uh, sort of a Toys for Tot, um, uh, kind of what happens when a kid in Toys for Tots gets this gift from someone that they don't even know. And it comes, and, and this kid, no matter what the gift is, this kid is just, I mean, he's been blessed. And, and, and they were discussing that there's a fire department uh, a, a fire department, one of the cities that, that focuses on this and they just, and they actually do the delivering and, and the joy it brings them and the joy it brings these kids is, is just insurmountable. And one of the hosts of the show said, it, it, it's, it's, it's like an ICU moment. It's an ICU moment. And when she first said that, I didn't really understand what she was saying. And she kind of talked further and said, it's, it's, it's the kid hearing through that gift that someone else sees them, that someone else has recognized them, someone else appreciates or thinks they're significant. And it just, boy, it just put a light bulb off in my head today about the show topic. And, it, and it's ICU. ICU. And, 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 and in business, how can we use this? How can we use that powerful sort of description of the toys for tot in your business. And uh, what, what do I think about in that? I think about uh, your customers, your vendors, your employees. Those are your three main topics of folks that you're dealing with every day. 
And uh, so, the, so the show is how do we how do we make our customers, vendors, and employees feel special, seem significant, seem relevant? Um, t- Tony Robbins uh, says there's six basic human needs. You know, every single person on the planet tries to fulfill these six things, certainty, variety, connection, growth, contribution, and significance. And then the most important important one being significance. And so I think that the ICU show here so points to, to that most important human need of significance. What do you think, Travis? Well, I mean, I really like the topic. It's uh, like most show topics. I feel like this is born out of conversations that Joe and I have about our small business. And as of recent, um, we've been talking very much about how to get back to who we feel like we really are as small business owners, which are people who, at the end of the day, we, we've got a vision for our customer. Um, in the busyness of the day, perhaps, our customers get lost a little bit. At least they feel that they do. I don't believe they do, but they feel that way. And, and so we've, we've had a lot of discussion around how do we get intentional about kind of getting back to, to what I believe, and I, we mentioned this in the last show, I believe is, is the advantage of small business, which is we do know our customers. And uh, they're not just numbers and uh, on a spreadsheet. Uh, but the hard thing is they need to know that. So we need to communicate that. So I think this is a very timely topic for you and me. I agree. I agree. And we're going to get into deeper in the show, some real examples about how you actually can do this. But before that, I want to continue to, to invest in understanding the topic a little bit and and, and sort of hit it from all sides. Uh, So I'm going to give a little shout out here to Lolly Daskal. She's one of the most sought after executive leadership coaches in the world at least self-proclaimed. <laughs> and and she had an, she had a little blog post that that uh, in research, you know, I think it was titled I see you or something of the like and uh, read through the whole thing and took some notes on it and uh, and here here's 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 uh, some thoughts around ICU and what how we can shape this up and apply it to our business. Um so in the movie Avatar, they actually use this term. It's called Sawu Bona. Okay, the phrase Sawu Bona literally means in uh, the African language, North, it's the North Natal, uh, Northern Natal African language. It, norm, it, it, it literally means ICU. And um, they use that as their equivalent of hello. Uh, where we would say hello or hey, they are, are, are saying I see you, which I think is just alone is, 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 is powerful to me. Um, and it's, it, it's, it's, I think in our country, we've used the, the term hey or hello almost as an obligatory thing. And I think when I think about using the words I see you, I think that's, a, I think it's a lot more powerful greeting um and what does and what does it mean uh you know the, the greeting is an exchange 
to to demonstrate that you mean something. I see you in 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 front of me. I see the existence of you. I am thinking of you. I am an appreciation of you. Um, it, it it literally is is creating a a a connection. Um, a greeting creates a connection uh, between you and the other person, and you know we only can get better uh, when we truly begin to see each other. Uh, we can only learn and grow when we acknowledge each other. We can only make a difference if we know our existence matters. And and that sort of uh, comes out of this, uh, the reasoning behind this African uh, tribe uses that type of greeting. So, you know, let others know that you see them. Let others know they exist. Give, give them this profound power of that you see them and in, in, in they're significant to you. So I thought that was interesting coming from uh from lolly daskal so thank you for uh for bringing that to the to the definition of icu thoughts on that that's pretty cool yeah i i i feel like i'm maybe one of 10 people that didn't see the movie avatar oh no uh, that's you need to go see you need to go see that now man it's powerful i, I know that it i know that it was like a blockbuster movie so I, it's, it's one of them that maybe i can get that in over the holidays here but I, you know, I, again, I, I think of, as you're saying that, I think of just an audience of people and maybe somebody that's on stage and, you know, maybe pointing or picking someone out by name, um, which, which again, and as a small business, we, we sort of think about this on the front end, I think, Joe, I, I think you and I think about it a lot in terms of who is our customer. We've done a show on this, you know, who, who's our customer? Who are we trying to speak to? Let's get to know them. But then there's a, there's really a phase two a- after they're our customer. Um, sometimes again, we'd be a little guilty of letting our guard down and not deepening that relationship a little bit. And it's that, it's that uh, second effort there after, after they're the customer that really can, can get some traction can get a win for you. So yeah, I think personalizing things and calling, you know, to the point of that, calling people out of the crowd and I'm not just talking to everybody. I'm talking to you and I'm, I'm using your name and, and I'm bringing you up here on stage with me. That's a different experience than just sitting and watching. So I, so I you, like that. So you said something uh, that brought, that, that reminded me of something. Uh, you said there's uh, you know, speaking to multiple people. Well, and then you and then you sort of hone that in and and, and, I, and I this this came to mind. I had a uh, a buddy of mine that had a a band years ago. And and the name of the band was Audience of One. And and, and when I think about this topic of ICU, you have to when you are in the room or on the phone with another human being, it's an audience of one. Um, it has to be catered to their specific needs. It has to be thought about specifically to that individual. And, and, and that's what makes, I mean, that, that's, to me, it's the first step of people seeing that you, that you are interested in them, that you, they're not just another number to you that you you see them individually and their individual needs and, and that audience of one, something powerful to think about in, in the context of, of the show. 
Yeah, I, I would I would agree with that. I mean, if you think about it, this is how I think about this topic. Who uh, am I on the receiving end of this with? Mm. Who, 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 who has made me feel the way that we're discussing today? We can get into other examples as we go a little bit, but just generally speaking, the people that make me feel the best, the people that make me feel like I'm a valued customer or I'm just valued in their life are, in fact, people who sort of, they sort of shut it down when I come in the room. It, 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 I get full attention. I get full focus. And no matter what we're discussing, good or bad, when I leave that room, man, I just, I feel better about them. Well, and I, I've, I've got that example. Um, and I've, I've used it oftentimes. I'm going to shout out to her and then I'm going to tell her this is her, this is how I get her on the show right here. It's how at least get her to listen to the show. But Ramona Garvin, that, that, that works with my attorney, Mark Britton. She is his uh, right-hand sidekick, very integral and important to his business. And let me tell you, she's a very busy woman. And when I walk in that room, I'm the, uh, I'm the only thing in the room with her. All of that busyness, all of that, I mean, it's, she just knows how to turn that focus to an audience of one instantly. And you feel it so so quickly and it's so it's really kind of overwhelming because you don't get it anywhere else it's so rare i mean it's it's you know she's buying you know a payday bar to have in in, on hand because she knows i love the payday bar and she she's offering that and she buys them for me and has them there for me offers (laughs) to make me coffee and remembers how i how i do my coffee and she is she is serving me I mean, just instantaneously, and and it's it's so in her DNA, and and I, and and man, it's just as much as I love Mark Britton, I think Mark Britton does the same thing, and in, in other ways, as much as I love Mark, I mean, Ramona has been a, a huge impact on my doing business with Mark, and so shout out to you, Ramona. Thank you for what you do because you are the example of of, of how to to put your customer in, right in the forefront. Well, and you, and you feel that way, and so it's interesting to think about over all the years that Mark's been in business, how many other people feel that way about her and how, how important she is to, uh, to his customer base. I mean, how, how many Joes are out there that could say the same thing? And I'm, I bet there's, there's quite a few of a person like that. Well, and, and, and man, I, like I almost need this show to be in my head every 30 days because right. You know, I need to be going by those types of folks that have those types of influences in my life, and and showing them, in reciprocating that in in a, in a way that really values them. So I think that's the first thing we got to do, because our customers, we value them. They mean something to us. They help us pay our bills. They, they 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 keep us in the game. And 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 what what have we done lately to to show them that appreciation? Um, specifically, you know, if you've got, you know, a relationship, um, that you built many years ago, but you hadn't picked up the phone in five years and thanked them for the business or, or maybe sent them, you, you ordered some new hats in your logo, cinnamon, cinema hat. I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. It's, it's the toys for tot approach. You don't know that that kid doesn't already have the GI Joe you're about to send them. It doesn't matter when they get to GI Joe they're it's just overwhelmingly appreciative 
Well, and, and I think one thing to note about all these things that you're discussing, and even some of the specifics you just gave about Ramona, like the payday bar, that stands out to me, you know. Um, these are small gestures. These, these are not... The, you're, you're not, not really, it's not I mean, nonsense. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not thinking about the time where that, you know, Mark moved a mountain in an illegal issue or a closing. Yeah, I mean, uh, all that happened too. But, you know, what do we remember? I mean, how many times do you go somewhere and somebody throws you a, a payday bar and says, That's your favorite? <laughs> Good to see you. You know what I mean? You remember, big, let's be uh, real clear. You, most people, there are now, there are people, and we, we all know them in our lives, who remember every detail about a situation. But most people remember how they feel. They remember how they felt. They remember how you made them feel, not all the words you said, not what you wore. Sometimes not even what you, if it was the payday bar, they don't remember the payday bar, but they remember how they felt in in your presence. And those emotional connections, we, we, in our business, we've, we've been talking about that here in the last week or two. And, you know, how can you create, emotional connections with uh, with your customers well i would submit that the first thing you need to do is is recognize that they are a human being with emotional needs with with what tony robbins says is most significantly they need to feel significant they need to feel valued appreciated but, but they do and i don't i don't want to bring this into business 201 here because it's all at this point very touchy and feely and good but let's face it uh, you, you and I discussed this earlier today. Um, we all got things about our business that we want to hide, by the way. Things oh, yeah. that uh, we don't want to push out front. Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, that'll probably, that, that may change over the years. It'll always be something. Um, but the one competitive advantage you can create in today's culture, especially the way that the culture is moving with, uh, you know, every industry has a little fear of, of the tech startup guys and all that stuff. What, what, what don't they do well? Well, in my opinion, this is this is this certainly is for our business, Joe. This can be the competitive advantage. And right. I'm, I'm guessing for, for the small business guy, again, this is where we really create some distance between us and the, and the big guys that are trying to scale everything. Uh, so, you know, um, look, we can hide a lot of ills when you get the payday candy bar when you come in. <laughs> When you come in the door, uh, so I mean, no question. Um, this, this is the this is a big truth of small business. You know, to sit here, we've been we've been adopting the idea that, hey, Zillow, right now in our business and property management, that they've entered our business in a big way. They're doing things with a long term strategy of making us insignificant. But here's what's interesting when, when it comes to this topic we're discussing. Uh, just to underscore what Travis just said, I don't want to let this go, is a multi-billion dollar corporation is going to always struggle with, with how the individual feels about their relationship with anybody as it relates to that company because they don't have any contact with them. These are, these are technology companies by and large. And so how can you remain relevant in a, in a, in a, a shark infested waters of, you know, private equity funded companies who then become public. You need to create 
emotional relationship connections with your customers. They, they need, here's what the Zillow guy can't do. He's not taking you out. He's not taking your client out for lunch. He's not remembering the conversation about, uh, uh, that, 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 that last year your, your client's husband died of brain cancer and you're able to ask, you know, how she's doing, you know, eight months later. Now, now we have to bring in our own sort of, of technology sometimes to help us do this. We need to have a database. If we don't have a customer relationship manager where all of our customers are in this and we're not tracking our conversations and we're not inputting the things that are important. Cause listen, we're not all going to remember all the details. You know, remembering the details or not remembering remembering the details does not make you less than. You have to be intentional that these things are important enough to record somewhere and, well, bring, well, and bring to, them up to, later. To me, I don't I don't want to skirt past that. That that is a part of the, the huge part of this discussion. And, and I wonder this this might be. I don't know if you've got to your the bullet points yet. To, to me, this is definitely one of mine, which is a, a CRM customer relationship. Manager. management software mm-hmm. yeah of some type i mean because because what we're talking about is a pretty big uh you know on the one-off deal the guy that you go fishing with or the or the customer you just really identify and get along okay this is intuitive right you know this this i mean you're they're on your phone you might even consider them a friend right it's it's the one that is not that's the difficult one to keep up with and mm-hmm. so part of Part of the red meat, I think, of this conversation for me is if you really ever want to get anywhere, if you really ever want to get your people involved to where you're not doing all this on your own, um, you you end up with a database that has this information about – and by the way, a lot of this information is absorbed on the upfront part of the process because, mm-hmm. again, when people get into the machine a little bit, you're not necessarily going back and, and, and asking what your favorite candy bar is or asking how old your kids are or asking these detailed questions. So somewhere in that upfront piece, there needs to be a collection of uh, information about this customer that you can then kind of go back and, and systematize and, and begin to create this feeling at scale versus the one-off. And I think the CRM is the primary uh, tool in your tool belt for that. No, it's, it's no doubt. And it just, as you're talking, I'm thinking, um, let's see the, the the guy that I sold into property management services that required little to none of extended dialogue to get in. Okay. They were in, they were in great need. I hit their need very quickly. Contracts got signed quickly. Boom. They're in the fold. Well, that that guy three years from now, I don't even know his name. I don't remember That's anything right. about it, you know. But the but the one that I had to go to two or three times and invested in in some real time to to get to get in. Well, that one that one's the one I know everything about him. And That's and if right. I'm not if I'm not being intentional about getting some information, then I, I don't even have any, anything to even to, to to have a foundation of relationship on. And I, and I think. And again, I mean, we do have to read our customers. We got to be careful to, to impart time upon them that that they don't have or they're not interested in. Um, sure. But uh, I do think that 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 someone feeling significant is universal, and I that's think right. that's the power of this. This is 
this is not like targeting who your customer is. This is like after you have your customer, this is universal. That's right. And, and that's pretty cool. So what are so Travis, what are some ways? I've got some written down, but I'm curious what you've thought about. What are some right. what are some specific ways, specific ways we can discuss uh, that you can show that you value your customers. Now, some sure. of those may be general, some of those may be specific, but what but we're talking about valuing them. Isn't that what we're talking about? We're talking about valuing them. I think so. And I, I think there, so, so in me looking at this, I'm going to give you maybe one or two that I just, you know, off the top of my head, because I'm a cut, you know, I'm a customer of different firms and what was important to me. And then I'll give you maybe one that I thought was kind of interesting uh, that it, uh, I know it's very important to you. It's important. I think to everybody, but you, you talk about it a lot in different ways. Um, but for me, I, I wrote up here, beat them to the call. Beat them to the call. Mm-hmm. What, what do I mean by that? So, you know, one of the one of the ways, and again, I'm just trying to be super practical here. One of the ways that the customer that you signed up three years ago, that you're going to come back into contact with them, <laughs> frankly, is when something goes wrong at their property, in our, in our world, as property managers. So, you know, the hot water heater has bust, or... The tenant has not paid rent, and and, and which means the the, the money is not going to be there uh, mm. the first first week of the month. So, you know, some issue. Apply that to whatever business you're in. You know about the issue before they know about the issue. Now, a, a problem can be when they know about the issue before you know about the issue, or yeah. they they have found out about the issue before you can get to them. Because they didn't, always, they, they didn't receive yeah. the rent, and that's how they found out about it. That's how they found out about the issue. They're, they're looking at their bank account, and it's not there. And so they're about to call you. Well, that's a much different call mm. than when you call them a mm. couple of two, three days early before they're even thinking about the rent, and you have, you have the full story. Um, I mean, here's what happened. We've talked to the tenant. Here's the day there, and here's why they're late. Here's how, when they're going to pay. You know, look, that, that's a rat. And not only is that a radically different service related conversation, but me as the, as, as the customer, I feel like you're watching after my, at the end of the day, the way to respect me the most and make me feel the most significant is be executing on the job that I am paying you to do. And, and, and to me, when you're calling me with information before it's hit my radar, you're, you're fulfilling that mission. So, so beat them to the call. Get to them before they get to you. And, and to me, that makes people feel uh, highly valued. That's, that's a great uh, – I mean, that, uh, I love it. That's, uh, that's, that's in a different vein of, of some of the things I wrote down. I love that. That's, uh, it's so true. Uh, you know, I think in business, oftentimes, especially if you're in a, a business where you've got hundreds of customers, if not thousands, it's it's super easy to sort of reactively manage your customers. Uh, when I hear from them is when they hear from me, and what you're discussing is is what what makes them feel valued is when you. You've thought about them enough. And again, we're talking about, you know, Travis is talking about our business, the, the, the property management business. We we think about you enough that when we know that there's a potential, your rent's not coming in. We need to dig, we need to dig 
dig into the reality that that means there's some real things that might be affected on your end. So let me tell you in enough advance, at least as far as we, we know, so you can plan around the repercussions of, of not, not collecting that rent in the time you expected. And that's real. I mean, that's real. You know, everybody don't have a cushion to, to float, to float bills and, and they need that time. And so by, by giving them that time and giving them a real understanding of why it didn't come in, it doesn't change that it didn't come in, but it does change their response to it and their reaction and their, and their confidence around it. And that's, it, that's huge. It does. And, and, and I, I think that it also establishes uh, somewhere in this conversation, there has to be a baseline of service slash significance. So in other words, I'm either the guy that's always showing up big on your birthday or Christmas, and I've got some over-the-top gift, but the rest of the year I'm paying no attention to you, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not good either. Like, like that's not making me feel good. I'm, I'm, I sort of see what you're doing, right? So, so there, there's got to be meet meet my my expectations. I'll I'll, I'll throw another one at you um, real quick. So, uh, what can can I help my customer? I've had a few people do this over the years. I've done it with some people. It's always very impactful. Um, can I help my customer in an area of their life, maybe business, maybe personal, but but can I help them in an area that doesn't help me? Mm. Can I help them in an area of their life that doesn't help me? Now, when, when, when somebody has reached out to me this way, it's always disarming to me. God, no you know, kidding. I mean, I, when we're, we're in a culture here where everybody's out for themselves, or at least it feels that way at times, and to have somebody reach out to you, and, and they truly just, you know, they're just doing it for your, it is just all about your benefit. Or maybe they're connecting two people, and it's for, for both of these people's benefit. To me, that is probably one, I mean, I can remember just about every time that's happened. Um, and it just creates a, a real relationship that probably couldn't get created in, in, in the, uh, any other way. Now, again, based on your business, how you're dealing with customers and, and who you are, um, you got to think about that a little bit. That's not easy. Um, that's layered. But, man, just in terms of power, I thought that was a powerful one from my standpoint as being somebody else's customer. Yeah, that's, uh, that is powerful. I mean, that's um, – mm. You know, hard to probably execute on in sort of a a global manner with your customer base, but each it can be cultural. I think this is a cultural discussion. I think this is it, no matter what size business you have, if if you have created a a company culture of servitude. Uh, of, 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 of listening to who, who your, what your customers' needs are and serving them in any manner we can. And, and, and not only have you created the culture, but you, you, you are in very intentional about in your hiring practices to, to hire people that have a servant spirit. Like we all know people that without any training, they just want to serve. They just want to be there. They just want to fill the void, stand in the gap. Get, I mean, I know people who, who, who really have far less resources than I do financially, 
and they're and they're and they're quicker to give the hundred dollars. I mean that's that's powerful. And so, I don't know how much of that you can train, but you definitely can hire for this. And and what I have experienced in in my career over the years is when I surround myself in my business with with a servant spirit spirited people it rubs off on you it it uh it humbles it's you. contagious it's absolutely a contagious thing because because what happens to the person thinking in this way and serving in this way is you know what it's hard to be an angry person and help people in this way and think of people in this way uh, we, we see their lives and their lives are impacted by serving people in that way um, and so it becomes contagious. It becomes something we want. Definitely yeah. a cultural thing. That was the uh, that was the next point I was going to make about that is, you know, do not forget. And this is not why we do it because again, it, it's not authentic necessarily. But but it's it, it is it is a byproduct. It's sort of like uh, you know in the church when when they say you know tithe your ten percent, and 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 you will be blessed. Probably blessed financially, no guarantees, and you don't do it because of that. But I was just talking to a guy last week that, that I mean, he said, you know, eight years ago, I decided to, you know, firmly make a tithe to the church at 10%. I've never been more financially blessed in my life. You don't do it for that. But, but when you serve others, the blessing oftentimes is greater even back to you. I mean, that, that when you, when you give significant, when you, when you make others feel significance, you actually give significance to your, to your own value in your own life as well in, in a yeah, major that, way. That's, that's really the, the lesson on, on that one for sure. So I, I'm going to give you one more and I'm going to turn, turn over the balance to you. So I thought all, about my, you all mine are going to be just crap after these. Oh, well, hang on. I, I got, I got one. I got one that's in your wheelhouse right here. Uh, so this is, this is one that as I think about big companies now here, here's where they got up. Okay, here's where they're kicking kicking our tail mm. a little bit on this one. Um, and I never really realized, so I read this. I, I initially disagreed with this, but I, I read this guy's article on it. I thought, as I think about it, I have, I, I, I agree. So here it is. Stay presentable. Mm. What's that mean? Stay, stay presentable. Well, you know, we, we bring it up a lot. Mm. Um, it, it, this is hilarious. You'd have got a kick. I meant to call you. So, so Patty and I, she, we get called out. We ate a, a meal somewhere, and we're out doing Christmas shopping. You know, it's about 45 minutes after the meal. <laughs> and so my wife's got to find a bathroom. Now, I don't know how many times you've been out with the wife, and she's got to go to the bathroom. Her, her first inclination is, I want to go back home. We're, we're about 25 minutes from home. Me and my wife and, are both looking for the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Patty's Pat, Pat, going to hate this. She's much worse about this. Today. <laughs> about, about, about 10 minutes after she eats, she's looking for the bathroom. But I know that it's a 25-minute trip back home. I know my <laughs> wife. I'm not real comfortable with my car making that trip with her in it. So I, I said, I said, hey, look, there's a quick trip oh. right across right across the – I know we beat this one to death. But right across the street, I said, Patty. She's like, I'm not going to a gas. Are you want me to go to a gas station? I said, let me just tell you, you're going to be happy. Quick trip is where you <laughs> want to go to go to the bathroom. I mean, we're around the McDonald's, Burger King. I'm like, you don't want any of that. You want quick trip. So, 
Uh, sure enough, you know, check that box. That, that worked out. But say all that to say, when you walk into a car dealership, I think of car dealers, dealers who get this right. When I walk into their showrooms and they have those pristine cars, but that's not the floors are perfect. The, they got the window guy comes by every other day and cleans those beautiful windows that surround the whole thing. I mean, they put so much time into that presentation. I go to the, the local lot uh, where the guy's got about 20 cars out there. and He might be the best guy in the world, and he might be offering me the best deal in the world. But there's something about the presentation mm. of, uh, of, of his, his product there. And now this is, this is especially true, and we talk about this a lot, in the restaurant industry. I mean, you walk into a dirty restaurant, frankly, you, most of the time you're just going to walk out if it's that, that bad. Uh, but you can just multiply this over everywhere. Now, I would say this, in terms of people who work in the digital world a little bit, maybe your website is a part of this conversation where – so, so, so what's happening is your customer is feeling devalued by the presentation of your business. No question. And, no question. and I thought that was very you, – you, you speak on this a lot, but uh, I thought, to me, I never really put it into feeling valued, but absolutely it is feeling valued. Oh, it's it's, yeah. it's uh, – imagine uh, you're hosting Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner with your entire family and extended family. Family seems to be the ones that we let our guard down, but when you get the when you get the extended family, you know the second cousins and third cousins, the ones that have heard about your place and heard about the host that you are. You, you can't let you can't you can't pull your britches down on that one now. You're you're over there painting that back bedroom that nobody oh. else goes to. Yeah. So why do you do that? Well. You know, I would submit there's there's many reasons, but the, the first thing you're doing is you're is you're you're valuing that when they come over, you've you've presented your your you've made them feel so comfortable and special in the space you've created. You know, companies like Disney and 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 Ritz Carlton go to to extended efforts in Marriott to to make their guests feel extraordinarily comfortable in the environments. And that is absolutely, I mean, it's just a great point. It's absolutely valuing your customer at a high level, because if you don't do that, then you, then you are, you are saying to your guests, let's call them guests in your home that you weren't worth cleaning the bathroom over. In fact, so in fact, you weren't worth even having a full, you know, you're, you're, you have to search for the toilet paper that ran out. I didn't even provide a full roll. I provided you enough to wipe your butt one time. Didn't think about you in a house you didn't know where you're halfway through your butt wipe and didn't have toilet paper. I mean, that's what you're telling them. And so, man, I, you, you helped me. You helped me put this into context. <laughs> that was graphic. <laughs> That's you helped me put this into context, right. though. The guest in your home, guest in your home, oh, yeah. guest in your yeah. home. Listen, when you invite a, let's say you're a member of an organization and you're hosting the Christmas dinner, and you're doing steaks for dinner, you have this enormous. Uh, anxiety and stress over producing a quality steak do you not 
in an environment that they feel good in when they show up. Something that they may even talk about when they leave. Not because you're selling the steak and they're going to come back and buy it from you tomorrow. Because you made them feel valued and significant. Well, and, and, and make no mistake about it. There's, there's money on that bottom line. I mean, when, when, when you walk into that room, when you walk into that place of business, when you walk into that showroom, I mean, the, the better you feel about the presentation, the, the cleaner things are, the more signage there is to get around and know where, where to go when, when you get in there. Hey, that, that product goes up and up. It just that, that, that business can, can request more and more out of you because before you've spent any money, they've spent money on you. So they're getting that. There's a return behind all this. It's uh, so well worth it. Boy, I, I tell you, the, the show always uh, is shaping my thoughts in the midst of the show. But um, so you're going out on a sales call, and and when we when I say you're going out on a sales call, that doesn't mean I mean obviously it doesn't mean the owner is always going out on a sales call. I mean you've got your people out there on the sales call, and 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 we decided as a company that. They're going to show up in, you know, raggedy jeans and shorts, an unmatched polo shirt untucked with no company logo, with a a dirty car that doesn't represent probably the product you want you're trying to sell. Like we haven't thought about any of that. Shame on us. Like that's that is a a travesty because you are you you are devaluing your customer. Right. You, you are saying that your customer is not important enough to put on your nice threads and present your product. Boy, it's sort of uh jeez. Well, it does. It, it actually can be intimidating to the customer too. I mean, when, when somebody shows up in that condition, then uh, again, everybody prejudges. So what, what, what judgment is made there? Well, I'll tell you what, if the rest of this guy's operation is like the front end here, we all know and we all believe the, the front end, look, we all know to a degree it, it, it possibly is not going to be as good on, on the back end. That we're, you know, this guy's going to show up. You and I talked today a little bit about this, about active pest control showing up versus maybe a local pest control company. Again, this is where kudos, the big boys kudos kind of have a, to uh, active pest control. Very large company here in the southeast, out of McDonough, Georgia. They they did it right, right. So they show up, logo truck, logo shirt, uh, pants. Every every person's dressed. You, you clearly know you're about to open the door to an active pest control employee, and uh, there's just value to that. Everything about what they're presenting at your property has been designed to make you feel better and more confident about them, which ultimately says they value you. Because again, it's cheap. It's cheaper to show up and not put your guys in logoed shirts and, and not put your guys in logoed vehicles and, and not have a, a, a thing they put on the door that, that represents active pest. It's just, it's easier and cheaper to not do that. To, 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 to sort of to, to plan all that out and create that experience has has been created to think about you as a customer and that's shoot that's value 
all over the place. So, uh, well, cool, man. Well, I'm going to bring some, uh, a few more here and these are not nearly that deep. I feel shallow bringing these in, <laughs> but these, uh, these do in fact probably play well, especially with, uh, companies that have like active pest control that have thousands of customers. How, what do you do to make thousands of customers feel significant? Uh, Here's some other things you can do. Um, have you thought about taking your most loyal customers and upgrading them to something? Not, not something for your profitable purposes. I mean, you because you're a loyal customer and you've been here for five years, you get exclusive this is a limited product that only 50 customers can get because of the limitation of what we have to offer. And you're one of those, uh, upgrading your customer, your most loyal customers to a, to a special offering, um, or maybe even a special pricing, uh, you name it. But, but point is you have a limited offering and you've, you've chosen your loyal customers and you've chosen them to be special. Yeah. When was, when was the last time that happened? I mean, I, I know this has happened. I know I've been on the receiving end of that at some point where somebody called me and said, hey, great news. Uh, we just rolled a program out. Sign up, sign up for another year. Your, your rate's going down 10%. Now, it certainly hasn't happened in insurance here recently to anybody in the state of Georgia. Uh, but, <sighs> but that's a thing. I mean, and, and that is a powerful thing. Um, unsolicited. I didn't have to do this for you. You're a part of my uh, you're a part of my VIP crowd here, and I I'm doing this be- because that's what I think about you. You mentioned the insurance company, you know, insurance industry. I mean, it's just a that's a good one to to, to discuss that point. Uh, they could, and it's very easy for them too. Let your insurance, your 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 auto insurance, for instance, just just renew, okay. That's your, that's your best option. Let it renew. They don't have to do anything to make it renew. It just renews. The other option is, is they've, uh, they've tasked someone in the office to, 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 to just run, run, run through the the, the five or six companies they do business with and find out what the best rate is. And then, and then call you and and say, Hey, great news. I I got you the same coverage for 8% less than last year, even though the industry has gone up 10%. You've saved eighteen percent this year. Yeah, that that I mean that that's sort of that, that's it's huge. Play again, you've created oh, significance in that individual that 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 that, that plays out for for miles, you know, in, in that in that world. Absolutely. So uh, here's a small one, um, especially in the small business, and I think anywhere. And again, we've talked about our customers a lot. What we haven't talked about is. You know, this show I see you is not just about your customers. It's about your vendors. It's about your employees. I would submit that your employees should be the highest focus here. If you do to them what they need to be significant and feel significant, then they, then they will, and you've hired the right people, they'll return that to your customer. They'll return it to your customer. Uh, so here, here's, here's one, 
Uh, send handwritten thank you notes. Maybe send that to your employee. Maybe send that to, maybe it's the employee of the month. Do you have an employee of the month recognition in, 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 the, in the shop? Do you have the, the, the uh, and look, be specific. If you're small like we are, I mean, employee of the month, I mean, they're going to be employee of the month like three times a year. <laughs> Some of them it would becomes, uh, maybe it becomes like a like like a championship belt that's got to be defended. <laughs> so some may never get it. They're going to feel kind of rough. <laughs> but like but it. but maybe it's maybe it's maybe it's on actions. Maybe it's the action of the week. The handwritten note, the 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 recognition letter that this action is incredible and this is why and thank you and you and you and you wrote that and you've put you given it to them you've you've maybe you've shared it with the team hey thank you thank you for that contribution that that is why you're here that's what makes you special when you do that we all all know that that's a we all know that it, from, from being employees of other people uh, are in our lives, we all know how rare that is. So, I mean, that's a, you know, if you wanted a quick nugget from the show here, if you've made it all the way to, to close to the end, if you walked in the office tomorrow, and, and frankly, even if you just pulled them aside, called them in your office or, or did, did the old note thing that you're discussing, and you just, you just took a minute, this takes a minute, and said, yeah, I hadn't, hadn't said this in a while want you to know that I so appreciate what you do in here every day. You're such a, such a significant part of my life in this business. Mm. Just no more than that. I mean, that, you know, that comment, that note, just that, that, that's, that's gold. That might be, that might be the most, that might be the most powerful thing they hear all year from you. Yeah. Um, It may be the most powerful thing they hear all year from anybody. That's right. Yeah. That's the, that's the, incredible thing here the influence you have as an employer is huge i mean they spend you know more more waking hours in your business than they spend with their kids That's crazy. And, 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 and and their kids raising kids is the most important difficult thing you ever do in your life but they spend more of their time with you mm. recognize it um it. some other, other small things here um Hey, pick up the pick up the phone, send a text, and say, "Hey, I hadn't seen you in a minute. I'd love to take you out for lunch." N- nothing special to talk about. Nothing special to say. You thought about them, and you took them out to lunch. Love that. I mean, just listen. There's nothing that replaces how people view themselves as significant than the time you're willing to give them. Your time, ultimately, more than anything else you can give, demonstrates their significance in your life. Underscore, underscore. Not the check you write. Not the car you bought. Not the bonus you gave. But the time you spend with them. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you a... Uh... I'll give you a little little nugget here in terms of you, you said pick up the phone, which which we all know this means you're probably not able to do this customer wide, right? But how can you make here, here here's a here's a thought here. Actually motivate some of us to do this. How how can you make a phone call 
and feel really good about that time spent and, of course, make the other person feel good. And you both actually get something. Mm. Well, here's the thought behind that. We all got new thoughts coming into 2021. We're, we're doing this at the end of 2020. So we're all, Joe and I soon will be taking off in the RV to do a business planning trip. Uh, and so most of you guys will do that as well in, in some fashion, not in the RV. But, you know, you're thinking about new programs. You're thinking about pricing structures. You're thinking about twisting this, changing that. What can I do? We're always, that's who we are as small business people. What about picking up the phone, calling that 20% of your customers who are just gold or that 10% or that 5% mm. and bringing them in on that decision, the, mm. a, a free, a free research group Wow. and, and, and make them feel like, you know what? I want more customers like you. And, and I want to design a program. I'm thinking about doing this. I'd love to hear your feedback. Boy, I tell you what, I'd love to get that call from some people I write. Jeez, my goodness. They care about what you have to say. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't get that call much. Where, I don't think where, I'm where's that? If I got that call right now, I, <laughs> my, my whole month has been made. <laughs> Shoot. Well, I love this stuff. This is good stuff. I mean, this is, hey guys, this is the this is the real stuff, man. I mean, listen, if everything you do is revolved around the dollars you can make, then you're you're on the wrong damn show. Honestly, you know, you're on the wrong show. Go to another show. Go to another show. But but Go. but if you're here, and you realize that 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 money is a byproduct, that that profits are a byproduct of doing these things and, and, and they're a byproduct of, of serving your customers. You're, you're in the right place. Cause that's what we're trying to accomplish. And we don't proclaim to know it or have it or do it, but we're dang sure looking for the truth around how to, and that is the big truth of small business. Ooh, so, well, I like that. so here we go. So here, I got a couple more and we'll wrap this thing up. Um, so we've talked about this recently. We talked about this yesterday, I believe Travis, um, we we talked about this yesterday, and, I, and we got more exploration to do here. But I think I think this could mean something. Host an online or in person event for your customers, for your vendors, for your for your employees, maybe for all of them. It may be a customer appreciation. It could be a vendor appreciation. Some some companies rely so heavily on vendors that they need to do that. I've 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 been to to golf tournaments that were vendor golf tournaments because right. vendors were the primary. And well, we actually uh, you remember you and I back before we uh, went into business together. I still got the cup in the cab. I laugh every time I get it out. We actually crashed somebody's event. Oh God, we did. <laughs> <laughs> That was a, was a vendor event. <laughs> which was more fun than actually being their customer. Thank was you. That was T that was T E C and it was Sweetwater Brewing Company out of oh, Atlanta, God. Georgia. And we got the I mean the ultra class treatment that we crashed. Man. I mean, we got the tour of the facility. We got the what barbecue is that? That was uh Jeez. That was, it was Fox Brothers Fox Brothers Barbecue Fox here in Atlanta, Brothers Georgia. Barbecue. Yeah, Decatur, Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? When we were there, so so wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Before you say, yeah, yeah. you <laughs> mentioned, you just said 
that how powerful something was, and we were n- neither a customer, a vendor, <laughs> or an employee, and we remembered it. <laughs> Let me just tell you something. If I had any way of working with that company, they, they got my business. I'm not certain exactly what they do, but I appreciate them. <laughs> I, every time I drive by Sweetwater Brewery, I think about that. And go, Man, I oh, my gosh. Appreciate you guys. I want to go into the 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 vendor <laughs> the vendor appreciation crashing business. <laughs> it's a good gig. It's a good gig. But but the point being is they spent a buku's amount of money because they 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 realized that those guys in the room that that was everything to them. That's right. And uh, and, and and we're sitting here talking about a. a an event that we weren't even vendors of. I mean, you know, incredible. This shows you how powerful. Now, look, you know, I've seen some of this online stuff. I'm sure there's some people out there that are good at doing it. Again, we're talking to you into 2020 COVID. COVID season still among us. But, man, I tell you what, the in-person event, Mm. I just, uh, I don't think you can beat it in terms of what we're discussing today. You really put your hand, your eyeball, and your, your actual customer. You get to say thank you and you get to put them in an environment. You're having a good time. That's if you can pull that off. Uh, and, and you know, you and I were discussing this um, in terms of Joe and I are we're in our late forties. Oh, um, hang on. As, as strange as that may sound, we're we're, we're in our we're in our late forties. And for all you guys getting a little older, Joe and I yesterday were talking about this. You know, we're probably not pulling up to Starbucks every morning and doing a morning update on, on how our morning went <laughs> on, at 9 uh, o'clock. On Facebook. <laughs> on, on Snapchat, Facebook, or whatever the new thing. It'll be something new by the time this thing yeah. gets out. But, yeah. but, you know, what we do have to do is, you know, that's not good enough to say, oh, we're, we're, we're behind the curve on that. What, what we do have to do is go, where, where's our strength? And, and this type of thing, the in-person event, um, that is where our strengths are. That is where our generation excels. So, uh, anyway, something to think about in terms of when, when you get a little down on your your digital space or your whatever the new product is that you're feeling like, man, that's hard to use. I feel like I'm getting to be a geezer. Well, there's other areas here that maybe you're ahead of the curve a little bit. This would be one of them for us. Absolutely, I, I think that's powerful. Uh, that. You think you may not be significant. It might be because you're you're competing in a space that's uh, that's right. That's not the space you should compete in in terms of your value. And that's another podcast. Maybe that's next week's podcast. Uh, well, I like that. Yeah, that's next. You know, are you competing in the space you should be? Might be next podcast. Yeah. But but uh, no, I it, it's it's so. It's so important. Look, we we cannot be, and this has been the, the, the big truth of, of even the last 48 hours in our business. We are in our mid-40s. Uh, are, are we going to be as effective as a same guy in our market in his late 20s digitally or socially online? Are we going to be as effective? Well, of course, we could pay the money to try to be as effective, but it's in his, it's in that guy's DNA. He he's been raised in this. This this is how he eat, lives, and breathes. Now, what he can't do is getting is have a real 
Big True's conversation with a 45-year-old. <laughs> I mean, he can't. He can text you. He can text you. But, you know, so listen, I think that's a that's a that, that's our last 48 hour uh, you know, wow moment that we've thought about. We're getting here to the end of the show. Um, I think this is some 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 fruit. I, I almost think there's another show on this. I mean, it's just it's powerful. Maybe we even get Lolly here that I quoted earlier in the show. Maybe we get Lolly. Uh, reach out to Lolly. See if Lolly wants to 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 sort of double down on on ICU and do another show with Lolly. But um, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna finish it this way. When you think about Travis, the creator of the world and the representation of the creator of the world in in human form in Jesus Christ. You think about someone with the utmost of servitude in the DNA. When when you want to be the best, you might need to look to the best. And uh, and I would submit that there there's there's your best is is the one who serves unconditionally is the one who will receive unconditionally. That's all I got on the big truth. I like all that. I think that's an appropriate way to end. I thought you were going to say before you ended. If you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. But <laughs> there, there's no beating that. So I, I got, I got nothing more. Yeah, nothing like there. That. Well, let's let's end on that one here. The big truth. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. We got the truth. We got the truth. We got the truth. A small business. We got the truth. We got the truth, we got the big truths of small business, sponsored by Yes I Rent, Yes I Rent, Yes I Rent, property management, replace good tents and collect your rent, maintain your properties and account for it, truth, we got the truth, we got the truths, we got the big truths. Small business sponsored by SI Rent. I see you.